I always thought about that as like if I had to go to prison, you know, looking you know at how our prisons are totally no, no, segregated. Gotta be friends with the black people. Gotta, I mean, like the Aryan yeah. nation's not accepting me, no, right? No. You know, so like I gotta go. And there's no like, you know, f- fucking group of Hindus in there that are like, No, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe in, in England it would be like yeah, that. But Latinos. yeah. Yeah, you could do that. You could do that. Latinos. You could do that. Yeah. But I don't speak a word of Spanish as a problem. That's true. They could be you planning know? behind your back yeah. and talking. So I don't know. I don't know. This is No Politics at the Dinner Table. I'm Tony Biancasino. And I'm Amit Prakash. Today we're drinking hops and barley and preparing for the end of the world. <laughs> preparing for the end of the world. And Oktoberfest. <laughs> When is Oktoberfest? We missed it. It's kind of over. Yeah, because October's but over. But we're, we're drinking it. I, apparently, they do Oktoberfest in September. Oh. In in Germany. There, I remember. It's like all in preparation for October. I, when, I lived, in, when I lived in the city, I used to go to Oktoberfests. Like, really? There's, there's a couple places. Or like a bar crawl or something like Not that? Not even a crawl. There's a couple places in New York that do like a pretty badass mm. Oktoberfest mm-hmm. and you just get wasted and eat Big sausage. steins and everything. Yeah, and there's yeah. like weird bad bands. Yeah. With like Cordians. men and skirts. Right, right. <laughs> Lederhosen. Yeah. 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 All right, we're we're what are we what are we talking about? We have one week, one week, one week left, one week exactly today. And by the, the way, election. the polls are closing. They are like it's they're, uh, they're really close. He he, really can, close. he he was eight points down a week ago, and now he's what two or three points out. Um, okay, let's let's is let's, that a topic? It is a topic. Is which is you know we we rarely if ever talk about you know analyzing the polls and stuff like yeah. that. But now that we're a week out, um, I think it's going to be. It, it merits uh, discussion, all right? And so I'm going to, I've been looking at the uh, 538 site, Nate Silver's yep. site, right? And right now he's got, you know, he's got his polls only forecast and then polls plus forecast. And the polls plus one is where they take historical data and stuff like that. Yeah. And factor it in, you know, past elections and stuff and, you know, ethnic stuff and all, all sorts of different factors. And in each case, he's got Hillary Clinton basically winning six to one. There's a there's a sort of six to one, um, you know, advantage. Okay. Right. So that's that's the odds. Um, Those are good odds. Yeah. I mean. It's, but it's funny, the way he wrote it, though, he's like, that's also the same odds uh, that you have when you play Russian roulette, you know? That, <laughs> they that they're bad odds. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? And by so the way, he, one, one. he got the whole primaries, he was a disaster with Wrong. the primaries. Yeah, so, so on, in, on both sides? in 2012, yeah. um, he was really right on with Obama's win yep. and, you know, predicted almost down to the districts um, how, how Rom- not only that Romney would lose, but how he would lose. Um this time around, he's he made all these sort of statements. Bernie Sanders is going nowhere. Yeah, um, the guy wins twenty states. Yeah, um, Donald Trump. There is no chance that right. you know. I he's, that. Yeah, he's he's going to win the nomination. Yeah. Here we are, and so now that's the thing is that you have to look at that. You know, he's this poll guru, mm-hmm. but this year he's just gotten it so wrong. Yeah, um, the main thing that I want to focus on is that what he has. Is that Ohio and Florida are pink um, in his chart, which means that right now they, as of now, they are leaning Republican. 
Right. Right. Now, it's not definite or anything like that, but it's, and, and he's, he's brought it down to like a 0.3% advantage. But does that, so do, do those two places being pink factor into his plus six? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, even, even with that, because Hillary, he, he, you know, the entire West Coast, most of the East Coast, except when you get to the South, before, after you go down to DC, it's totally different. Yeah. Um, but Virginia, he's got in the column mm-hmm. um, for the Dems. Uh, but the big thing, I, I mean, I think, you know, if Ohio and Florida might be going in another direction, towards even according Trump. to the, yeah, towards Trump, yeah. Um, that, that puts everything up for grabs. Yeah, that's I mean, bad. I think that's, that's uh, you know. Because then it's Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's Pennsylvania, um, which he has as a sort of light blue. Yep. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I'm... I don't know. I, if I had to call it, I, I don't know. What, what, what would you say? I, I think know. he's going to get him. You think he's going to win? Yeah. Uh, win? Call the election? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. That's, so, that's really hard for me to do. I will say this. I have a horribly bad feeling. And it's not like... Uh, it's, it's like a... Like, I really feel like he could win. Right. It's, it's, I, I just... I, I, it's not based on any research it's just a gut feeling and then kind of i go through my routines if i read specific publications i watch specific shows i you know i'm friends with specific people Mm -hmm. on facebook from both sides of the aisle and i i just i'm seeing i do think that this uh latest fbi scandal even if it's all bullshit i think it's it's a fucking bad blow okay i think it's could be the straw for a lot of people that uh, maybe we're going to come to vote for her that just might stay home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it, it could. I mean, that's that's interesting. That's, by the way, our next topic. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about that. But but this, I mean, the again, it comes down, I think you're right, it comes down to turnout, right? Yeah. So that if you can actually mobilize the vote on voting day, um, yeah. then then obviously you win. It just, it's, it's as simple as that. It's also as hard as that, right? So that um, you have to captivate people and most people who are working on a Tuesday, right? Um, you know, the whole sort of the fact that we don't have the day off is is, crazy. is still kind of an outrage. Um, That's like, fucking insane. It's crazy. It's like, crazy. Like we get off for Columbus Day. We get we we get <laughs> off, you know, for 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 some ridiculous stuff. We get um, off for bullshit. Yeah, days. yeah, it's crazy. and 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 not for vote. I mean, it's it. They could move it to a weekend. The reason they didn't have it on a weekend because because of the Sabbath and so on. So yeah. that's why you know they they, they didn't don't have want it. Pe- you know, they don't so. want poor people coming out to vote, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Let's call it what it is. This, this shit is on purpose. There, there is a strat. I mean, there's probably a strategy. I, the Republicans and the conservative elements have been more explicit that they that they want low voter turnout. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure the, the Democrats also, in certain districts, they would also love to have low vo- voter turnout. Um, I don't know. I, I'm pretty. I, I still think she's going to win. Okay. Um, but I'm really afraid because you know why? Because of Brexit. Because every yeah. single yeah. smart person, yeah. every yes. single pollster, everybody said, "Oh, of course that's not going to happen. That'd be just too irrational." Yeah, I right. It would not be. You know, it's just not in your self interest. Um, right. And guess what? Right. So, so that's know. what I think is about to happen here, man. I have that weird fucking Brexit feeling. Mm. Like I feel like. 
Here's the thing that I about Donald Trump, and I know that they they bring this into a lot of candidates, and there's I forget what they call these voters, but the ones who lie and say that. No, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. How voting, what are they, what's, right. What's a right. name? There's a name for that. The people that are, won't admit they're voting for Trump. Oh, is so there a specific lie. name? For there's that? a name. Okay, I don't know that. And it's like uh, whatever. But anyway, I think there's a lot more of those people that I think are like they want to sabotage. Well, I think. I think that him, I think how much the media hates him, mm-hmm. how much both political parties hate him, I think is very appealing to really angry um, people that aren't doing well. I think it's real. I think it's their, it's their weapon to get back at the system. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. I think it's a fucking really underrated thing and people are downplaying it, but I'm telling you just from specific family members of mine that are those angry, not doing well people who live in basements of their parents' houses, they're all voting for Trump. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there is a big, big population that is so sick and tired of the bullshit. Right. Like just see this Being as sick a, and tired. It's yeah. it's like throwing a bomb in your own in your own, on your own team, you know, just like blow it up and right. start over. Right. Obviously the consequences to this could be really bad. Yeah. But I don't know. And they also think he's a big a great businessman. <laughs> like I was listening to NPR this morning. So they were in Long Island. Yeah. And the woman was like, yeah, he's a great, he's a great businessman. Yeah. He's going to help us with jobs. And poor people think that because right. the Trump, the Trump brand over the course of the last twenty five years has been associated with great riches and success. Mm-hmm. And no one ever talked about, no one really talked about what a shitty businessman he is. I mean, he he had a TV show that was a huge hit. He, you know, threw boxing matches. He was all over the place and kind of like a we like him. Like right. people kind of liked Trump. Right. He was he Lug- was kind of luxury funny. brand. Yeah, yeah, he was a luxury brand. Yeah, and no one talked shit about him till he threw his hat in the ring. And now all this stuff's coming out, but people don't believe it because they for most of their lifetime he's been kind of like it's Trump. It's like the premium brand. It's I, wonderful. I listened to that report too. Yeah, and and the I love the the end of it where the guy said mm-hmm. asked him who would your ideal candidate be and he said John Wayne. John Wayne. <laughs> he said you the would Duke. Hate, you'd hate to mess with the flag of <laughs> right. John Wayne where the president. Right, right. But dude, that's the thing. There are people out there right. that want to bring John Wayne back from the dead and make him president. He was a fucking actor. Uh, right. And but for that they'll vote for Donald Trump since that, he knows he's close to John best. Wayne. Right. Yes. Like there are people living in this country that are sad they can't vote for a fictional character <laughs> yes. who shot Indians <laughs> and kicked indoors yep. and like sang sometimes. I know. I know. He stormed the beaches of Normandy. He stormed the beaches of Normandy. He did it all, John Wayne. <laughs> If I were Trump, I'd just start being like, I'm the John Wayne of politics. Yeah. That'd be a great tagline, by oh, the way. Right. The John Wayne of let's, politics. Let's edit this out because it's genius. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move Trump on. Trump wins. Yeah. <laughs> All right. By the way, we were going to do a podcast on... Um, on the election night and we're like fuck that because i'm not getting on here right we gotta watch the train wreck ourselves i'm gonna yeah yeah, i'm gonna be inebriated like in either crying or laughing or i don't know like it's too unpredictable right right but i'm not change the date here's what i'm saying i think i i don't think it's a lens i don't believe nate silver's right again i think he's off i think it's going to be really fucking close okay we should like do gold slugger, <laughs> yeah, yeah. gold slugger, gold slugger. What was that stuff? Gold slugger, gold slugger, gold slugger. Yeah. We should just Little drink gold of slugger. Gold <laughs> yeah, that's a great Trump shot. Yeah, exactly. Every state he wins, gold, gold slugger. Oh my god, 
Whatever she wins, we do like a smeared off. Warm. <sighs> All right. Those emails. Oof. <laughs> That's what I want to talk about. Um, which ones? So, yeah, which ones, right? So many. So, okay, so... Uh, for those, Wouldn't it be awesome if like they released like her lunch orders and it was like fucking <laughs> double cheesesteak, extra bacon. Don't would, fucking forget to put right. cheese on my fries, you fucker. <laughs> like then I would be like, she's amazing. I would, yeah, like I would I would like do they exist? Voting for her would be a lot easier. Like, oh yeah, okay, I get it. I get it, Hillary. I like, you. remember when uh, we found out she carries hot sauce in her purse and it wasn't an act, it was a real thing? <laughs> I liked her. I was like, she got point. Like her, I don't care about her policy, she's got hot sauce in her purse. <laughs> What if what if it was like amazing stuff where she was like writing, uh, who's her chair person, Uma Uma Uma? Abedin. She's like, yeah. dude, got fucking wasted last night, <laughs> doing shots at uh, Hooters. <laughs> It'd be amazing. So, um, for those who don't know, um, Bill shit his pants last night. Right, right. He's been eating soy. <laughs> Sorry, stop, stop. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Can you believe Bill shit the couch again? All right, sorry. Uh, okay, okay. So last Friday, um, <laughs> Comey, uh, the FBI director, came out with a letter to Congress, which then Congress leaked to the press, saying that uh, the investigation into the Clinton emails on her private server has been reopened. Now, technically, it was never closed, right? So that he said... And it went in on in July when he said that uh, she's essentially exonerated, and he said no reasonable prosecutor would bring a case. Um, it wasn't officially closed then; they just said they're not bringing a case. Understood. Um, and so now it's come back again, and the sort of the question is is why? There's a couple of questions: why it's come back, and the manner in which it's come back. So right now, the reason it's come back is because there's also an FBI probe into Anthony Weiner's. Um, emails and uh, social media because of the sexting case with a 15-year-old minor across state lines and so on. And what ended up happening is that they found emails of his on the phone of Huma Abedin. And by going to that phone, they've also found other emails, a whole other trove of emails, which might be replicas of earlier emails, but they don't know. Yeah. And so now in order to do due diligence, they have to look through those, right? So um, that's actually not out of order. Right. right. It's actually not out of order for an investigation to, you know, they found more evidence, they have to look through the evidence. Right. What people are sort of screaming about um, is the publicity around it, right? The fact that he's, that he wrote a letter to uh, basically Republican members of the Congress uh, who subsequently leaked it. And by the way, that's kind of like a no-no that, you know, when there's an ongoing investigation by the FBI and you get a letter from the FBI director, you're not necessarily supposed to just go to the press with that right away. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, but that said, that's 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 what happened. Now, the Washington Post, after this was done, over the weekend, there was literally a sort of full-court press on attacking Comey. Um, and, you know, everything from, you know, Comey's endangering our democracy, he's endangering the, the very rule of law, um, the republics in peril, all these sort of really sort of um, I think kind of outlandish claims and predictably the Clinton campaign and their media outlets were also sort of piling on. Right. Um, and Podesta, the campaign chair and Clinton herself have trotted out this line that can you believe that they, this would come out quote 11 days before the election. Right. So that's, that's been their line. Um, 
it might be useful to sort of recall here that in July, when Hillary Clinton was exonerated right. of all of this, they were fawning all over the professionalism of I know, Comey I know. Um, and the fact that, uh, you know, he's nonpartisan and he's, you know, it was right for him to make this public statement because now it's out in the open that there is no argument um, to attack Clinton's sort of honesty and integrity and so on. She made a mistake, um, but there was no ill or criminal intent, right? Um, and now that he's come out and made a public statement, or actually he doesn't make a public statement, somebody made it public for him, um, he's persona non grata and he is undermining the American Republic, right? So that's right. that's been the line. So the day before, this is an interesting thing. So the day before he made this letter available to Congress, he got an email from the Attorney General, Loretta Lynch, imploring him to not send the letter. Um, and she's technically his boss, all right? So, so he kind of bucked the chain of command by doing it anyway. Right. But she's compromised. And she's compromised because Bill Clinton, in the summertime, went to her in a plane and talked to her for 30 minutes. And yep. there's so much scrutiny about that, yep. that what did he say? Why is he going to a person while this yep. investigation was going on? And then there's all this sort of speculation that, well, maybe a deal was struck that they won't investigate and she will be kept on for the next administration yep. as the AG, right? So, so she's kind of politically compromised. And so Comey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being a little sort of charitable with Comey here that if he's going to sort of come out and be public about it, and his argument is that I have to be public about it because this is such a big case and has to do with the election, and we can't pretend it does not have political consequences. So I'm just going to try to be as transparent as possible. So he does the July thing, and now he's doing this thing because it so happens that the Wiener probe ended up sort of cross-secting with the Clinton probe. Right. Um, I don't know. So I, I'm actually, I don't think... What he did was so such a sort of travesty or, right. or whatever. I think it's kind of in keeping with what he's done in the past, what he was lauded for in the past, and now that it's not politically useful, he's you know being crucified. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about this? I think he's doing his job. You know, it, it seems to me like he I, and 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 I have no problem saying I don't know a whole lot about the guy, but I've been watching and reading this last week or two and uh he's a republican okay yeah uh and look i've seen all the clips of them praising him his professionalism and you know i think the issue here should be with congress and, the, and whoever leaked that letter mm -hmm. right to me it seems like this guy is doing his job he came across the cell phone found stuff that were not part of the investigations. I think it's his responsibility to reopen it. I don't necessarily think they're going to necessarily come up with anything that we haven't seen or assumed, <laughs> but I don't know why this guy's getting killed right now. I mean, it's the, everyone's crying. They're dropping, the FBI's dropping this bomb a week before the election. Right. Trying to blah, blah, blah. But it's my whole shit is like this. You, you've, you've been under investigation for your emails for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. If that's what's going to bring you down, then it was always going to bring you down. Because we all know this. I'm tired of it. You're tired of it. 
And maybe it's the straw for those under or for those people that maybe we're going to vote for, her, but are going to stay home. I don't think it's swinging people towards him or to her. I think it's making more people just be like, "Fuck this shit, I'm going to work that day." Um, but she's a weak candidate. You, you know, Donald Trump should be an easy knockout, right? If you're a good candidate, this should yeah. not be tough. Yeah, this really shouldn't be tough. I don't have any fucking sympathy for the Democrats. For for that staff, for her whole candidacy, I don't. It's this is everything you've done. Your whole everything you've been part of is coming back to haunt you. And by the way, New York Times is dropping bombs on Donald Trump daily. Mm-hmm. Every every the thing is, every single media outlet is dropping bombs on this guy. So it's not like he's free of uh, scrutiny. I mean, this guy is like. Any speculation about something he did turns into like a fucking Vox video about how horrible he is, which is fine. I'd probably believe it, but like he hasn't been convicted of anything. He's accused of stuff just like she is. She's got one ongoing thing that keeps coming back, which is emails. He's got fucking child rape. He's got uh, sexual harassment. He's got tax fraud. He's got real estate fraud. He's got racism. I mean, the list goes on and and he's closing the gap on you. So that's a fucking problem. Like, like you, you are not. You have done a horrible job at reaching out to the Bernie people, who were the Bernie Bros, who really were were your ticket into this thing. And uh, if I were her, if I were on that staff, I would send her ass to fucking North Dakota, South Dakota, wherever the fuck this shit's going on. Like, like step outside this shit. This is your. You have one week to gain. The youth who fucking don't like you. The funny Get thing. your ass yeah. down there. I don't care if you got oil money. Mm. Turn on them. You haven't had a problem turning on other people. Get your ass down there and fucking join <laughs> with those Indians and fucking win this election easily. So this whole email thing. It's bad. Revolves around, I think, a fiction, um, which is that the FBI is purely just a law enforcement organization that's apolitical. Um, so this is what everybody's screaming over, right? Like everybody's saying that, oh, you know, you know, Comey is sort of besmirching the tradition of the FBI as, as a pure sort of federal law enforcement organization. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the history of the FBI, um, where it comes from. Okay. Um, So the FBI was founded in 1908, and in the first six years, it was kind of a sort of anti-crime force, organized crime. You're getting the sort of origins at this point of um, large-scale white-collar crime and then organized crime itself, all right? Um, But then a couple of things happen um, that change things and turn it into a political police, I'll call it that. Um, World War I. Um, once World War I happens, you get something called the Espionage Act, which basically is, creates an ideological dragnet on the whole country, right? That, and the FBI is supposed to sort of execute this, figuring out you know, what people's political views are, um, and it's usually tagged by ethnicity, right? So um, you know, the Germans have to be monitored and so on, right? So the FBI is literally charged with political surveillance, and eventually that ends up becoming a sort of Cold War thing and, you know, monitoring um, both later on Italian fascists and, and communists, right? This is happening at a moment where every other major Western country and sort of major countries in general are creating these political police, all right? So it's, it's part of a sort of large-scale global tradition, all right? So I'll just rattle off a few. And so 19... 19, um, 
or sorry, 19, January 1918, you get the Cheka in in Russia in in Bolsheviks. That's that's their that's the origins of their KGB. All right. Um, in France, in 1907, you get something called the Renseignement Généraux, which is the um, General Information Bureau. It's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the British, in 1914, again, World War I, you get the Defense of the Realm Act, which, which creates MI5, which is their internal police that monitors political... The MI5 sound like badass. Right, right. Military Intelligence 5, <laughs> right? So that, that's, that's, that's all that is. Since World War One, the FBI has literally its job is to monitor the politics of this country, right? So first, it's anti-communism, and eventually, it becomes um, anti-civil rights organizations, right? So um, you know, Hoover famously called or infamously called Martin Luther King the quote most dangerous Negro in America, um, and it was his institution that sent letters to him, encouraging him to commit suicide. Right. Otherwise, they would expose him for marital infidelity, right? So that's, that's coming from the FBI itself, right? Trying to shape a political movement, right? Um, in the 1960s, this whole uh, uh, COINTELPRO, the counterintelligence program, where they literally send in agents to the student movement, the anti-Vietnam movement, um, the black power movement, uh, to, again, shape the politics of the country, Mm -hmm. right? So literally, the whole point of the FBI is to monitor the political situation, shape it, uh, repress certain things at the behest of the given government, right? So the whole notion that, oh my God, the FBI is being political? So they're doing their job. Oh my God, I can't, (laughs) it's so shocking that they're being political is is coming from journalists who don't know any damn history, right? right? Like it's it's literally, you know, they don't even know July when when everybody's saying, "Oh, Comey's so great," you know. Yeah. But 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 the actual history of the FBI is political policing, right? So the whole notion that they're 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 above the fray. This is the first know, time I thought you were cool for being a historian. Is a joke. <laughs> when you just got to say these dumb journalists don't even know the history. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's true. kind of badass. You <laughs> could tear them apart. I, I, that's I the mean, first time I've ever seen the nerdy side of you kind of be badass. I'm really happy we're well, here. I, I appreciate here for this. that. I appreciate yeah. that. That made, that made me pump for you. <laughs> like, I want to pull like some nerd from the New York Times here and have you just whoop them. Mm-hmm. There's because so you're many. right. They're attacking them, but there's, they don't know their history. Listen, there's so many. The entire Do you Washington, just read the paper and you're like, they don't know their history. They don't know any, yeah, it's just, I, I, it's unreal. Yeah. It's absolutely unreal. It's brutal. Uh, by the way, yeah. I, I knew this history personally. Okay. No, awesome. I'm just kidding. I didn't well, know any of this. Glad to hear it. <laughs> it's really, it's fucked up. So he's, they're really doing what they're supposed to do. That, that's, <laughs> that's kind of been their mission, right? So starting after World War and originally like in their very first six years, it wasn't necessarily their mission. It was basically that the, the, the worry was that there was this rampant um, crime on Wall Street and things like that, mm. and they needed to get really smart people who could build cases against sophisticated you know, finance fraud. Yeah. Um, World War I changes everything, and, then if, and during World War I, you get the Bolshevik Revolution, right? So that makes it a political police. And then it's also part of a larger moment where everybody has a political police. So it's like, yeah, we need to do this too because everybody's doing it. Um, it's just continued since. All right, right? I'm going to ask you a yeah. question that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> and it's, to, it's going to determine if you're my first call if I ever make it on Cash Cap. Mm. Jeez, that's a lot of I pressure, I need you man. to name me. And I don't know. 
I don't know the answer to this. I need you to name me the lead guitarist for Bon Jovi. The lead guitarist from Bon Jovi? Yeah, I actually do know this. You know it too, G. Is it Joe something? No. Oh, no, no. Come uh, on. Sambora? Yes, yes, yes. Right? Richie just, Sambora. Yeah. <laughs> I would have won something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just locked yourself right. in. There we go. There As we go. my I was, I was thinking, cash cash. I got confused call. with, with, uh, with uh, Aerosmith for a second. Which is it? Well, Joe yeah, Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. lead guitarists. Yeah. I Not guess, only I do you know the history of the FBI, I know uh, <laughs> 80s rock band exactly, lead guitarists. Exactly. Can you name the drummer Def Leppard? Go. Oh, I know that he's got one arm. Yeah, um, well, everyone knows that. Jeez. Have you ever heard that joke? What has, uh, what's the joke? What has nine arms and sucks? No. Def Leppard. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> it's really mean, but uh, kind of funny. You've never heard that? <laughs> no. It's a great joke. No. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you just dropped some knowledge on our audience. All right. Uh, listen, I had fun. I mean, I, I, I feel like this is the first time I really, I, I'll remember this now. Good. That's I'm nice. It's like a, you're like a, little, it was like a good little history lesson. Little, little, uh, but relevant, and I, it's fair to, safe to say we're pro we're pro Comey on this show. Well, I I don't take I'm, a stance, bro. I'm not pro Comey. <laughs> I just understand where he's coming from. You don't think he did this? I don't with, think he did this for to fuck over Hillary Clinton. Political re- Actually, I think that because he went so public in the first place in July, yeah. he has to go public now to keep up the notion that right. the FBI is apolitical. But I think the FBI is a fundamentally political institution. Right. So, uh, real quick, just quick, quick, quick. What'd you think about uh, the CNN uh, lady slipping some questions to the Hillary campaign for the debates? To uh, Donna Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think about that? Uh, yeah, it's a little. I think it was against Bernie. Was it? Was that? Was that the case? I don't know. I might have made that up. Okay. But, it, but, it's, but not cool. Not cool. No, I mean, not cool. The thing is, don't slip questions. Come yeah, on. I mean, it's the that, fucking most important election in the universe. There's, don't there's, fuck around. There's no reason. She should be able to answer these questions. Yeah. So should he. I mean, she's also super prepped. I mean, it's not, not like she needs. She's got that. You know, you didn't need yeah. to do that. Yeah. What? She's the best debater yeah. we've seen. Right. Right. Maybe she wanted to weave in like, where can I put my joke? <laughs> where can I put my singer? I, I, anyway. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do a Monday night uh, predictions. Yeah, the uh, night before. Scenarios for both wins. We're going to come yeah. up with what to do right. under both circumstances. Right, right. Start, start buying a lot of soup. Yep, and uh, prepare for Tuesday night. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. Jesus a Christ. from today. Okay. Can you believe it? Yep. Well, and, and, we and, and we're going to be having some music coming at you from Yeah, when's that happening, G? It's coming. By the way, I heard some of Jeet's tracks. No, I'm, I'm sure they're amazing. Good, they're, they're awesome. Jeet's awesome. So, yeah. So, it's like a cool so day. So, music to uh, maybe <laughs> vote by. Um, music to, uh, yeah. to whatever that. happens to listen to after in, in the aftermath. All right. This is No Politics at the Dinner Table, produced by our boy G. Baderoy. And we'll see, we'll, you'll hear us Monday. I always do that. I, God damn it. Get over it. It's okay. See I'm just going to say see. It's fine. Yeah, I'll it's see. Because you know yeah, what? I, I'm, I'm watching all you little shits. <laughs> Get ready for Tuesday. Vote with your heart. Not your... I don't know. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>